Welcome to Meanderings and Musings with Mimi, a podcast about relationships, hobbies, parenting, and the state of education in the overall economy and jobs and how it will look going forward, especially after 2020 and the pandemic and the shifts we all had to make. Every other Sunday, we'll discuss these above important topics and more. You'll be able to relate, learn, laugh, and perhaps share and oppose a variety of viewpoints. I'm your host, Mimi. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Meanderings and Musings with Mimi. This week, uh, we are doing yet another topic that is very relative to our current state of affairs, this pandemic special, and it is self-care self-care. It has become, it's always been something that has been so important and that people have, especially as Americans, have often overlooked. Self-care is defined as, in the dictionary, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health or the practice of taking an active role in the protecting of one's own well-being and happiness in particular during periods of stress. Here, here, so important. So today we have uh, with us Rob, and I want to go ahead um, and thank you, Rob. Rob uh, specializes and has an interest in some certifications in self-care. And yeah, I wanted to bring him on to have a little Q&A. Thank you, Rob, for being here today. Thank you for having me, Mimi. This is great. I'm really excited about this topic. And I think, as you said a little, a few seconds ago, because of everything going on right now, it's become even more relevant. Because let's be honest with each other, this last year has been hell on everybody. And the idea of taking care of yourself often goes by the wayside because you're busy trying to take care of other things or other people. And often we neglect ourselves. Agreed. 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 What? So, with, with that said, what would you say your favorite types of self care are? What do you specialize in in particular? And 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 I'm very interested with that. Interested in what is cost effective for everyday people, and then what might be something that's in more of an investment in terms of self care. And I'll let you kind of take away with that. Sure, sure. So for me, I'm going to go through my top three that I like for self-care. So three things, and these three things are actually freebies. You don't really need to spend any money. We all like freebies. So we'll start there. The first one is simply just reading a book, Um, reading a favorite author, maybe going back to your, your favorite childhood story. For me, that's like The Secret Garden. That was one of my favorite chapter books growing up. Love that book. So I do too. Oh, I can get lost in that book all that every time I read it. Um, but that's one of them. So reading is a huge one for me. Uh, the second one is crafting. This one, you're going to, this one, it's not technically free unless you have the stuff in your home already to use. Mm -hmm. So for me, specific craft, crochet. I love to crochet things, um, blankets and beanies. And, you know, this year is the year of the blanket. So I've got like two or three blankets going right now and all that. Mm -hmm. So for me, crafting, which again, not entirely free unless you have the material in your home and maybe it's just been like stuffed in a corner somewhere because you haven't had a chance to get to it. And the third one is my nightly routine of doing a meditation every night. 
So 10 minutes is all you need. I use the Calm app, which is a free app. That's why I say freebies are great. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, of that. Yeah. yeah. And it's their, um, what is it called? It's the Calm app and it's called their, um, now I'm just going to pull the app up because it's going to drive me nuts. Um, <laughs> but I use this every night. So I do it either during the day or at night. I like to do it at night before bed. I do find that it helps me sleep. It's called the Daily Calm. There it okay. is. And it's like anywhere between 10 and 12 minutes roughly each night. And it's a guided meditation. So you're guided through breathing and just, you know, letting it kind of calm your mind. So for me, those are my top three. And like I said, they're basically two out of the three of them I would consider the freebies. And they won't really cost you anything unless, um, you know, you want to go out and get a specific book or pay for the Calm subscription or you need to go out and get your crafting supplies. So, I mean, they're low cost. If they're not free, they're low cost. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's, those are really great places to start. And to your point, you know, there's right now it isn't, what's, how do I say this? A manufacturer of apps or a creator of any kind of app. It is there. This is the, the, the time is so right. Like for that, for these people, I feel like so many people are making apps right now, whether it's, you know, meditation or, um, you know, diet, nutrition, health, uh, self-care, binaural beats is another um, thing that I've heard of to help people sleep. So I, it, it is their market right now. That's what I was looking for, the word I was looking for. But in terms of, um, so my, I'll tell you my favorite. Yes, what are yours? Real quick. What are yours? So I was thinking about it as you were talking and definitely taking a bubble bath is like once or twice a month mm. is like with aromatherapy and like <laughs> bath bombs. I've gone bath bomb crazy. Um, and then, you know, this one's not free, but, you know, maybe getting a massage somewhere safely. And I think, you know, things that we might, that we do, that we can do for ourselves and there are things that we do all the time that we don't even realize or self-care and that could be having a hobby um whether it is you know podcasting or having an aero garden or starting an aquarium or getting into art i think something as simple as that to taking a walk when the weather is nice to talking to a friend and venting is self-care watching your favorite um, new Netflix or, you know, a Hulu show is self-care. Um, and it, these, you know, having a subscription of that can be on the cheaper end. Um, and just getting interest, getting outside of yourself is definitely, and then also last but not least, you know, I'm really into, essential, like, and I know you are too, essential oils, different calming oils, um, I think that that's super, super important. And I think you're, so we're going to say this now, you, um, you actually have a podcast, which I want you to talk about in a little bit here. Um, but what your first episode was about, uh, coloring and how like that has become a fad or has been a fad and a craze adult coloring books. I mean, who would have thunk it? Like I have one myself on my coffee table, just kind of like, you know, coloring away, calming the mind. And I actually, you know, that might be a good segue for you to talk about your podcast and why it's so important to you and the name of it and any kind of other little tidbit. 
Sure, absolutely. Okay. So I want to talk about the coloring real quick because coloring, I remember about five years ago, it really kind of started to kick up for adults. You got all kinds of different coloring books from, you know, the G-rated kind of stuff like Disney and all that to the more adult where they literally were coloring in colorful words. And, you know, it's funny because coloring is, again, one of those things that it's low cost. You know, it's that low cost, to your point a few minutes ago, low cost versus high cost. And I do want to touch on that because mm-hmm. it's important. Right now, a lot of people are struggling, not only emotionally, but financially. I mean, let's be honest. And so doing the lower cost self-care, like the coloring or the reading and things like that, or the bubble bath. I loved your idea of the bubble bath and the bath bomb idea. Because mm-hmm. again, if you've got those stored up, you're not spending extra money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take much to fill the bathtub with some nice warm water and grab a couple oils in your bath bomb and just have a chill bath for, you know, 30, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, just to yeah, definitely. decompress. I mean, and that's the, that's, you know, something that I wouldn't have thought of, um, to be honest with you. And I think to your point, it's finding different things that work for you. So we could sit here all day and say, and spout off different ideas, which is great. And hopefully, you know, your listeners listening to this particular episode, get some ideas. That's what I want. Like I want people that start thinking, wow, maybe I haven't been taking really as best care of myself as I, I deserve. It's not the the I that I should, it's the I deserve because self-care is something we all deserve. It's not even, you know, a need scenario of, or I know you know where I'm going with this. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So everybody should have it, period. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's it's something we all deserve. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, um, one of the other things I thought about, you mentioned massages as the higher tier. Um, I agree with you. Massages are great. If you can do it safely, awesome. And a lot of places have their protocols in place. Like I, there's an elements massage near where I live here in Westford. And they mm-hmm. are very much like, you know, we're going to make sure you're safe, that our people are safe. Like it can be done. It can definitely be done safe. Uh, but yeah, those are the higher tier options. Um, the other higher tier option is more of the, if you're able to get away for maybe a weekend, whether mm-hmm. it be by yourself or with a significant other, mm-hmm. those are higher tier, but maybe you've saved up money because you haven't been commuting because you've been working from home during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe taking that little bit that you saved up and taking a day, a, a night, even if it's just one night away, mm-hmm. that's self-care right there. You're saying, yeah. you know, I'm going to enjoy the time, like I said, either by myself, you know, Marianne, you know, I'm married. Um, <laughs> so my husband and I, you know, if we didn't have to worry about his mom, you know, and getting care for her. And I, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's more of something we just need to be cognizant of, you know saving the money and going and taking a, an overnight trip to one of our places is Ogunquit, Maine. We love Maine. Uh, we do day trips there all the time, but I'm getting off on a tangent here. Um, it's so, all good. so, I mean, it's broad, it's a broad spectrum. It, 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 it's, is is you know, things that are like deliberately marketed as self-care, like the under eye things that are all over Instagram and, and, you know, reduce the wrinkles and that it is just so, so broad. Self-care is, you know, stepping away from the dictionary definition is just to me doing things for yourself and balancing the wellness with, with the work. It's just, it's having life balance and it's, you know, that whole kind of like hashtag catchphrase, 
treat yourself. And every time somebody tells that, tells me that I, I'm like, wow, you don't really know me because I do treat myself um, all the time. And actually that segues into, you know, one of the final topics before um, plugging your um, podcast or new podcast yourself is, you know, the, what, what is too much? Is there such a thing as too much self-care, too much borderline indulgence? So that's one thing I want to talk about. The other thing is um, I was researching the Atlas of Self-Care, how people in 50 countries find their zen. And to step away from that first question, but real quick, someone in Armenia said, sleeping and hanging out with friends is what I call self-care. In Argentina, when I feel really tired because of my anxiety or depression, I turn the lights off and choose a specific song that makes me feel special. Then I start turning on some lights while I start feeling better. Then Australia, somebody said, being outdoors, preferably warm weather and near the water lifts my mood. I watch the waves and hear the gentle movement of crashing waves. And like last but not, I know, right? And then last but not least in Canada, our neighbors, I take advantage of the beautiful outdoors in Canada and go mountain biking. Being in the forest on a mountain biking trail helps me clear my mind and recenter myself. While I bike, I try to focus my mind on just one thing. And it goes on and on. China, Cyprus, Ecuador, Finland. Um, you know, people talk about improving their relationships and how that's self-care. And it's just amazing. Like, this is a universal thing that we all have to pay attention to. So that I just wanted to kind of talk about how universal it was. But again, going back to touching upon that point as our final point, and also where is the the, the fine line? Can we, because of capitalism and because of the push for self-care, again, it goes back to that balance of you can actually be overindulgent as well. So uh, do you have any opinions on either of those two things? Absolutely. Let's start with the the too much self-care because I do think that that's important to kind of address a little bit. And I want to be clear, there's, to my mind, there's no amount of self-care that is too much because each person is going to take what they need and leave the rest. Oh, I love that. Okay. That being said, you mentioned it with the capitalism portion. If you're going out every single week and getting a massage or getting your nails done or at 60 bucks a pop or whatever, and you don't have the financial means to do it, that is where it crosses the line. When you're yes. when you're pulling funds from your home account that should be caring for not just you, but your family, or, you know, that's where I think it can cross the line. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because self-care is, as we said, it is fundamental. It is something we all deserve. But when you're stepping over lines that, are relatively clearly defined. Like if you're grabbing 60 to hundred dollars to go get your nails done and you know, your rent, which is say $1,400 and I'm being cheap on that side mm-hmm. is coming due in three days. Find another, find a, a go back to another self-care thing that you enjoy doing. Mm. Wait, wait on those nails, wait on that pedicure till you've got your bills paid. And then you, Oh, I have, I mentioned it earlier. 
I have some extra money saved up. Okay, I have the extra funds to maybe treat myself to a, a pedicure or going and getting that 30-minute that massage or something. Or with a massage, parrot it down from 60 minutes to 30. Mm. Do Definitely. half the time for half the price. Those kind of things. So that's where that, it, it can definitely happen where it can become too much in that sense. But I don't think there's such thing as too much self-care. The only other thing I would Borderline say. Borderline overindulgence, yeah. Right. But uh, the only other caveat I would say is if you are, excuse me, if you're in a relationship and your self-care is starting to impede on your time with your partner, that's another thing that you want to be cognizant of. Mm-hmm. What I, I, I love what you're, I mean, wow. I just had an epiphany as, as you were saying that um, about they, people take what they need. So this another question came from this. Um, and that is, is I think self-care is, and I know you have to agree with me with, with this one. I think self-care is generational. I think, you know, maybe some of the Gen Xers, the millennials, um, you know, Gen Z and so on and so forth. I think they probably see it more and honor it and accept it and think that it's something that we need. But people of, say, our parents' generations um, and my mom, the boomers, oh, no. Oh, no, my friend. And and I, I get a lot of that from my own mother um, in that she's like, oh, well, don't we, you know, love ourselves? We're, we're doing that self-care, you know, and it's because the way they were raised, they, they had to go to work, stay in the same job for 30, 40 years to a lifetime. And, you know, not to say every boomer has that same mentality or way of thinking, but wouldn't, are you picking up what I'm putting down in terms of like um, the different generationals? And I don't know if, if, if your parents, parents are, are like that. But it, that is definitely something that has come up time and time again for me personally. Uh, right. And I, I definitely see what you're saying because I, I hear you because it is right. You know, generationally, I mean, my parents are borderline. Like my mom, you know, she has her, I think it's monthly facial, but she needs it for her skin because of what she deals with on her on her skin. So for her, it's more of a, yes, it's a luxury self-care thing, but it's also it helps to keep her feeling confident too. Mm -hmm. So for her, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I agree with you. Gone are the days of, you know, people being in a job. It's funny you mention it because my husband Mike and I were talking about it. Um, God, the other night at dinner, actually. And they're literally killing themselves. Like, like they're not taking two seconds out. They're just breaking their back. Well, it's gone. also gone are the days of spending 30 or 40 years in a job. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to retire from the same place you started. There's no way. No. It just doesn't happen now. He but says, yeah. to your point, yes, there is definitely a generational gap because they weren't taught that in order to care for others and be effective on the job, for instance, you need to be as healthy as possible. And that doesn't just mean your body and your your mind and what have you emotionally you need to be as healthy as you can be. And I firmly believe that self-care offers the ability to find something that you're going to be able to emotionally care for yourself and by extension, other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
this is amazing. This is an amazing topic with just so many interesting directions it can go in. Um, I thank you so much for your time. Before we go, I what is the name of your podcast and where where can we listen to it? All right. Well, thank you so much. I want to thank you as well, Mimi, because this is a topic we could go on and on about. So my, so my podcast, um, it's brand new. It's only two episodes long. It's called the Caring for Yourself uh, podcast. And you can do it one of two ways. You can look, um, it's on, of course, Apple Podcasts. And you can also find it on Spotify. So if you don't do Apple Podcasts, Spotify is is great, and we all know that's a freebie. You can, you know, you're both of them are freebies, which is great. Mm-hmm. So it, again, it's called Caring for Yourself, and then um, the subtitle is the Self Care Podcast. Awesome. Um, and you can, yeah, and you can find it under my name. It's under Rob Flood. So, um, you know, look for it there. The cover art is a starry sky that's blue yeah. and green. So if you see the starry sky with the blue and green with my I name, think that's they've the got podcast. It. Awesome. Yes. Um, so the next episode I was supposed to record last week and shit got real. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't able to. So I am planning on posting my next episode this week, probably by Friday. And I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. I'm going to give your listeners a sneak peek. The topic is meditation. Awesome. So we are going to, I'm going to talk about meditation and what I will be doing is just talking about it as we're talking now. Conversationally, um, it's a little one-sided. <laughs> but That's all good. No. It's going to be a, just a gentle 15 minute or so episode on meditation, my journey with meditation, and then... That sounds great. Talking about it. So that's that's this one. And then I have a bunch of other ones that are lined up, but... Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yes, and thank, thank you. you, everybody, for tuning in to this week's episode, Self-Care, um, on uh, Meanderings and Musings with Mimi. You guys have a safe week. Thank you for joining us this week on Meanderings and Musings with Mimi. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you in two Sundays.